0: Today, back in 1775, we were at the outset of the American War of Independence, so this storm has also been referred to as the Independence Hurricane. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. There is disagreement among most historians and meteorologists as to the exact nature of the 1775 Newfoundland Hurricane the debate is over whether the events were one storm or two independent storms. Today we're going to look back at it and we can decide together perhaps on this day in weather history. First off, straight up, this massive storm is believed to have killed at least 4,000 people in Newfoundland, making it one of the top 10 deadliest Atlantic hurricanes, the deadliest hurricane to strike Canada, and also the first one in Canada's recorded history. There's a lot at stake here today. Of the 4,000 lost souls, the majority were sailors at sea, in their boats, engaged in the War of Independence. But on top of that, there were also reports of storm surge pushing on land, reaching heights of 20 to 30 feet. That's 6.5 to 10 meters. In an interesting side note, it was author David Ludlam in his book, Early American Hurricanes, who dubbed this first storm as the Independence Hurricane because it took place during the opening months of America's War of Independence. Through his research, it was found that stormy weather was noted in the logs entered by the rebels holding the Bunker Hill Heights on September 3rd and 4th. Something was happening. But what was it exactly? Welcome to year two of this podcast right now you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider but there's also the daily podcast video short they're shot right here in my podcast recording studio so you get that perspective but oftentimes they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history so after listening to the full story go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history It was at a time like this where we really could have used the meteorological prowess of one Thomas Jefferson. Remember that story? It was back in the June 29th episode of This Day in Weather History. The story about the third sitting president and his passion for weather observation. This was the battle for independence that he, a year later, would sign the declaration of. And in the days leading up to his signing of this document, he was out shopping for more instruments for his weather work. And if you have no idea about American history, that's a spoiler alert, everyone. The Americans won the War of Independence. <laughs> if you, you know, if you didn't know. Anyway, uh, before that, on September 9th of 1775, a violent hurricane swept over what was, at that time, the British colony of Newfoundland. In its onslaught, It sank many fishing boats as well as two British naval vessels. Again, what were British naval vessels doing there? Mother England was engaged in what would be the farewell to all those who opposed the crown while attaining their independence to be known as the United States of America. So I dare say, at a time when the British Navy needed the most, it was most unfortunate to have a hurricane take two of their vessels from their fleet. Plus, they were already having enough trouble with the rambunctious rebels as it was. You see, the week before, another hurricane ravaged the outer banks of North Carolina and eastern Virginia. And now this is the debate. Was this the same storm that may have exited the mid-Atlantic and chart a course for the Atlantic colonies? Or did it join another one already on its way from the open waters of the Atlantic, thus causing the devastation that it did that we're talking about? However that played out, This storm in North Carolina and Virginia was powerful enough in its time to drive a British naval vessel, the HMS Otter, to ground itself ashore. Then, as it lay stranded and helpless, she was captured and destroyed by Virginia rebels. The War of Independence raged on regardless of weather. Newfoundland hurricane or Independence hurricane, it was historical, not only for its destruction and dizzying death toll, but for its place in time, September 9th, 1775, this day in weather history. Hey, do you like the podcast? We'd love to hear from you. If you have an idea, go right now to wherever you're listening to me and rate us if you would, please. It's on a five-star system, and we would love as many stars as you can afford. So rate us, but then also review us. This way we can always stay on top of how you'd like to see the show evolve. Then remember to subscribe to this podcast. Click the subscribe or follow button right there on the very same podcast homepage you're listening on. You'll be immediately reminded that the next day is ready to listen to and you also have access to every episode in the archives. It dates back to June 1st of 2020, so there is a lot that we got to get caught up on on this day in weather history. Tomorrow is September the 10th, and we've all heard the story of Hurricane Katrina. We also know about 2021 and the way that Hurricane Ida messed up new orleans how many remember hurricane betsy well you probably don't most of you because it happened in 1965 but tomorrow we're going to talk about how hurricane betsy truly was the storm that changed everything for new orleans wait till you hear how all three tie together that's tomorrow on this day in weather history with me your host chris may